Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Finance and Accounting Show. And today we are talking to the hype woman for accounting apps. Now, accountants tend to struggle sometimes when it comes to adopting technology. And that's just a horrible thing because the technology is there to help us serve our clients in a much more effective and a more value add way. So I am excited to have Heather Smith on. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much, Terrell, for having me on the show. Really looking forward to uh, talking with you. Absolutely. It is a pleasure of mine. And you're coming all the way from Australia. So thank you for working through the time zones. Um, that's not a problem. I'm frequently doing it, as it sounds like you are too. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the amazing things, I think, you know, about technology. It's allowed us to be able to connect with the great minds and great, you know, thinkers and advocators in so many different parts of just business in general from around the world. And I'm loving it. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, onslaught of uh, digital means that we can connect and collaborate with people across the world, which is really exciting. It also means you can um, niche and you can deep dive very um, niche. You say niche. I think, <laughs> and you can deep dive very deeply into that niche. <laughs> also, and speaking of niche, I, I, I want to jump into how you became the hype woman for accounting. But before we jump right into that, tell us a little bit of a context about your background. So I discovered, I realized at a very young age that accounting was going to let me um, travel the world and use my brain. So I've always, probably since the age of 14, when I realized that focused on um, an accounting career. And as soon as I finished university, I went overseas and I actually spent 10 years working overseas in accounting firms, in um, sort of accounting roles in Singapore, in England, in Canada, then came back here and I um, um, landed in um, teaching accounting at the local universities. And I did that for several years. Years. And then I suddenly realized I was teaching people who were running businesses. And I was like, why are they running businesses and I'm not running a business? What's going on here? And so I started um, I started a business almost as an experiment. Um, and that was back in 2007. Um, and that's still the business that I'm running today or practice or firm. Um, and I say today that when I started that, I, was, I had children. I had school-aged children and so it meant that if I went and visited a client on site, I was a, I was losing an hour or two hours of billing time and I only had five hours to work because I was doing it amongst school hours. So almost immediately I adopted remote terminal services and um, and that was really the um, what spurred me on to just constantly look at what technology was available and look at how it could um, amplify or augment what I could do. Because that just adopting terminal services took my billing hours from three hours to five hours, which is an incredible jump in, in income. Um, and uh, so I've just really been into technology, learning about technology, and I realised I was just doing something that was for my own need, but then I realized I kind of was quite well ahead of the curve um, I'm having a fully remote practice in 2007. So I've always loved um, writing and you can see these, these um, cupboards behind me are just full of journals from when I was little. And so I combined my 
love of writing with my love of accounting. Um, and I write, I, I would work during the day and then in the evening I would write about what I do. And that would go everywhere. It would go um, as social media started emerging. Um, it would go on my blog post, but then it was also going on business blogs. Um, and eventually I started writing books out of that, which was um, quite exciting. And um, I realized that the, um, with my practice, I had achieved a lot within my practice and I decided I needed to, I had the opportunity to sort of stand back and share with the community um, how to use accounting technology. And I realised there was a great overwhelm, as you're mentioning, there's a great overwhelm um, in how to use accounting technology. So I um, stood back and started writing content about it, curating content about it, and co-creating content about it to share and educate and sort of drip feed educating education back into the community about accounting technology. So I actually refer to myself as, and, and it's a completely silly terminology, but it's the hype girl for accounting apps. And as you may know, the hype girl goes on before the rap artist. It warms up the crowd. So I don't, I don't know the ins and outs deeply of the technology. I can't develop the technology, but I can get people excited about it to a point that they're actually going to explore it. And completely silly term, but you kind of completely grasp what I'm talking about when I uh, put it out there. No, I think that is an amazing thing because, you know, as as I think about accountants, one is, I mean, well, there's a few things that you said that I want to go back to. One is the writing and the communication. Uh, I mean, accountants aren't always known for being able to effectively communicate a message. So how did you really develop kind of that writing skill and being able to get your message out clearly? I wrote a lot. I, I would write for hours every evening. I did writing courses. So I did writing courses with the Australian Writers Centre. Um, and these were sort of serious writing courses. And then when I was chosen as uh, to write Zero for Dummies, they put me on an eight-week intensive um, course on actually how to write for dummies and how to write in that technical style. So I have done a lot of um, writing courses there. And I think... It's if you are an accountant wanting to write, there's a couple, a few things I would suggest to you. First of all, work with a copywriter or an editor who gets your style, who gets your voice and will give you feedback. So I was really fortunate through the roles I was undertaking. Every time I submitted something, I was like, give me feedback. And, and people used to say they love working with me because I'd always ask for feedback. And I, I had this sheet beside me of all the things that I would do wrong. And I sometimes didn't even understand why they were wrong, but I would read through it and every, before I'd submit everything, I would check everything off. Um, but working with an editor can really help hone your skills. And I always say that um, writing is like building the house. The accountant has the technical knowledge and can go out and design and build the house, but the editor comes along and paints the house. So don't feel like a fraud if you're using an editor. It's going to help you get your message across. And we're not, I'm not an expert writer. I still, I'm about to sign my 10th book deal. I still would say I'm not an expert writer, but I know when to tap 
on the shoulder of the experts and use experts. And that goes back to what we talked about, the collaboration. We can collaborate. We're not sitting sort of in an isolated uh, log cabin with a typewriter. We have, there's a lot of technology out there. I use an app called WordTune. I use Grammarly. Um, I always have the spelling and the, 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 the comments um, I, I always play back when I write something, I always play it back to myself so I can hear it. So there's a lot of robots I use to help me with that as well. But I use that human expert to help me always tap into an expert where they're available. Awesome. I, I absolutely love it. And, and the other point that you brought up that, you know, just being, you know, in, in the terminology the hype girl for the accounting app of just, you know, that hype girl gets the crowd ready for what is about to come. And I kind of equate that to, like I said, not only being able to clearly get a message out, but just being able to get people excited about it. And I'll be honest, accountants are not known for getting people excited about what needs to be shared. So how did you develop that? <laughs> so... <clears throat> What I would do is, I, I guess there's there's a level of empathy there and understanding what resonates with the accounting community. I'm an accountant. I have a deep respect of accountants and bookkeepers. I spend a lot of my time with accountants and bookkeepers. But in terms of what would resonate with them, I'll, I'll sort of give you a trick with this. This Hopefully this trick can help you as well, um, help, help people who are listening in. First of all, I really leverage Twitter. Twitter is a very short. When I started out, it was 140 characters but it does expand now to 240 characters and I would put something out there and if it resonated with the audience I knew that that was a topic I could then expand on um, if you take three tweets and put them together you now have a blog post and with that you then again can see oh those three things resonated with the audience. I've now expanded it into the blog post. The blog post I would try out in forums and see whether, again, it resonated. Did they comment on it? Did they like it? Did it just, they just go blah and just follow, just sort of go, go past it. And if it did resonate with them, I would build in their comments into what I was writing. Um, and I always sort of, my trick is um, a book is seven lots of seven blog posts. And, and I would use that sort of methodology. Um, and I say that my books are actually all written across social media and there's hundreds of people contributing because I would put something out there. But then when someone would feed something back, I would absorb it in. And that's what I mean by co-curating. I very much co-curate. It's like, oh, you use this terminology. This resonates with you. I will pull that in. And, and, I, and I always try and reference who, who, that come, who that has come from. But it's, it's, it's bringing in that language, that spiel, what's going to impact them. And people are interested in something that's going to make their life easier or that's potentially going to make them money um, and, and, um, and, or make them a better person. And so, again, you know, what are we talking about? We've got a great um, solution here that will help you do a health check of your zero and QBO file called expert. Wow. That's going to give you back time. That's going to make you a happier person. See, see, see how you can kind of go, go through the talking about it and bring it to that point. Awesome. Awesome. Now you've spoken um, several times about, you know, the blogs that you've written. So if people are interested in seeing your blogs, are there anyone, is there any particular one that you write for regularly or are you writing for just many blogs? 
I post on my own blog site probably twice a week and I'm probably posting about 10,000 words there twice a week. So Heather Smith Small Business, you can find it. Um, And I do frequently write on other people's blogs um, if they ask me to. So a lot of the um, accounting apps I would um, write on their blogs. And I would encourage people who are listening in who are interested in writing, if you're actually using some accounting technology, look at their blog and look to see if you can actually write for their blog. Awesome. That is a really, really good tip. Now, speaking of the books that you've written, I mean, you said, I, I believe you said you're going into the 10th book deal. Um, yes. So can you give us an idea of like, okay, what are the books that you have written what can people expect from those when they pick up a copy? So <clears throat> I've written um, how to run a small business. Um, I've written how to use an accounting technology solution called MYOB, which is an Australian solution. And the rest of the books I've written are all in the zero for range, the zero, how to use zero um, accounting solution range. So the latest one you can pick up is zero for dummies. And I'm just about to sign a deal to update that for, to the fourth, fourth book fourth, fifth, might be the fifth edition. I'm not sure. <laughs> Zero, for dummies, bring out a new book every, uh, update the book every two years. So even before we had an online software, they would update the book every two years. And the interesting thing about them is that they're written in a modular format, which means you can open the book up anywhere and that chapter or what you're reading will make sense and will have every piece of information that you need in and it will reference ah for this element here you need to go back to chapter two but you can still understand what's going on in that particular chapter so that was really important um it's interesting because I became a very concise writer so even though it's Um, 400 pages, you know, hundreds of thousands of words. I'm very concise in my writing, very particular, very careful about the words I use. But again, I seek feedback from the community. So this was an interesting one. I had throughout the book and probably in my training as well, because I've done lots and lots of training, click on this link and drill down further to find the information in the report drill down further to do this, drill down further to do this. And uh, uh, my actual account manager came and said, my mum's lost. She doesn't understand what you mean by the term drill. And so I was like, oh, goodness. And and so I don't know whether you use that term. I use it all the time. So I went through and I made sure I went through the book and, and put explained what drill down meant about five times. So hopefully when her mum came along and used it the next time, she would have that. And, and sometimes it's just those tiny words. I can understand if she didn't know what drill was, I've completely lost her. So I need to mix up the terminology, but also if I'm using anything to try and fully explain what it is so the other interesting thing about say you know everyone who's listening probably understands zero is an online accounting software solution and you might think well it's updating so fast how can I reference to a book I kind of refer to it as um, think of it as a car manual the car fundamentally stays the same The tape deck changes to a CD deck, which changes to something that plugs into your mobile device. But the the, the car, the mechanisms of the car and how it runs and how you get it to go on a journey fundamentally stay the same. 
No, I think that makes a ton of sense. It makes a lot of sense. So now if people are interested in, you know, checking out your blog or checking out the list of the books that you've written or the different things you're working on, where can they find you online or on social media? So, so this would be another tip for people who are starting out or, or exploring social media is try and get the same handle, uh, which is the same sort of name across every every platform. So mine is Heather Smith AU because there's like 80,000 Heather Smiths out there, but Heather Smith AU on Twitter, on LinkedIn, um, on, on, and you can even find, um, you can even access my newsletter on accounting apps by going heathersmithau.com. Everything's Heather Smith AU. Um, you can connect with me. So I welcome if you would like to connect with me um, and ask me questions about this topic because I'm really passionate about it. Awesome, man. Before we wrap up, one final question I always like to ask every guest that comes on is, you know, you've given us so much wisdom. So I'm very interested in, you know, what's two final pieces of wisdom that you would share with the listeners of the show? Um, one is don't let other people influence your decisions. Make sure your decisions are for yourself um, and suit and serve your needs in your business um, that can be very very difficult but but try and sort of insulate yourself to to make a decision um, and also um, I guess um, another lesson like I've shared a lot of things that I've sort of learned along the way but um, explore technology but don't feel overwhelmed by it. So if you are feeling overwhelmed with it, take a break um, and then just pick one thing to explore. And it could be that you um, um, take the attitude of adopting 15 minutes learning a day and go, okay, I'm going to pick something and I'm just going to spend 15 minutes learning a day. And honestly, um, when I, I was first asked to write Zero for Dummies, I hardly knew how to use the solution. And I was like literally spending 15 minutes a day learning it. Now I know it inside out, upside down. Um, and if you go down a path of learning something and then you decide it's not for you, that's fine. Just pull back um, and, and find something else out there. Look to your community, see what else they're using um, and test that out and try it out for yourself. But 15 minutes a day, you can learn an awful lot that way. Awesome. Well, Heather, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Terrell. I really enjoyed being on the show and getting up early. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I really appreciate you having me on the show too. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and turn on the notification bell so you get all the updates when we release a new episode.